Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It is a brand new show for a brand new day. The last Ralph Report of the week. Because you know what today is. Mm-hmm. It's a Friday. Stop. This is why your computer keeps crapping out. You do shit like that. I am having computer problems. <laughs> if this if this podcast reaches your ears today, it's a minor it's miracle. It's a blessing. Yes. An absolute blessing. Welcome to the show, kids. We're going to have a good one in store for you. Let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with us is the Rear Admiral himself. Sheriff of Ghost Town, Mayor of Myrtle Beach, victim of vandalism. Mm. He's the Dilf Pickle. He's Nipsey Muscle. He's... Holy Goff. Holy Goff. Teddy Pence. Hey, everybody. As I mentioned, today is Friday. It's May 26th. The year is 2023. Why, that's the year of Larry. I met this fantastic woman. Oh. She's... She's beautiful, she's witty, she's intelligent, and she's an archaeologist. An archaeologist? Yeah. Where'd you dig her up? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Jump on her bones? <laughs> Boom. Good tag, Larry. Yeah, Larry with the closer. All hell, Larry Dallas. It is right to give Larry Dallas thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. You can't strain a turd out of milk. I beg to differ. You cannot. I beg to differ. That milk is perfectly good to use after you strain that. It's a metaphor for this show. (laughs) It does sound like some sort of aphorism, like a saying somebody (laughs) would like, well, you know, you can't strain a turd out of the milk. (laughs) So we started using that as a lesson in life. Oh, well, you know, can't strain a turd out of Why the milk. Why would there be a turd in milk? I don't know. But when they're get, when one gets in there, you can't, there's nothing you can do about it, apparently. <laughs> Kids, well, welcome to the broadcast today. On this Friday, not just any Friday, however, no. It's a hot fudge Friday. Yeah! Hot fudge on the morning. Hey, what's going on? Hot fudge on the morning. I'm going to have some fun. And of course, we want to welcome our four-star generals to the program. This is the show the four-star generals got to watch us record live this mm. week. And boy, are they happy. So happy. How lucky for them they got to see this particular so show. So much. <sighs> for those of you uh, who aren't four-star generals, the reason I'm sighing so deeply is because we had a tremendous amount 
of technical difficulties. Some, all of the technical difficulties. Just getting up and running here, and I'm I'm continually looking over my shoulder just to make sure that we're still... Uh, we could crap out at any moment. This whole thing could come crashing down like a house of cards. So <sighs> hopefully we'll get an hour and change with you on this Friday. I certainly hope so. But thank you, Four Star Generals, for showing up like you do each and every week. Such a good time. Four Star Generals, when they come here, not only to watch the show live. Right mostly to spend some time with each other. They get to hang out in the chat room. Play weird drinking games. Play drinking games and exchange information. Yeah. And there have been some uh, love connections. Like an online orgy. Over oh, there. my God. It's crazy. So welcome, kids. We love you. And, of course, my favorite reason to have the four-star generals in attendance is I love to ride on the drinking board. Gives me an excuse to have one cocktail. One cocktail while we have guests in the bat cave. One. I cocktail. like to. Okay. I like to treat this as a party, and uh -huh. it would be rude of me not to enjoy right. a cocktail. A cocktail while they're here. And as host, you don't want to get too drunk, mm. so you're only having the one cocktail. That would be bad form, Eddie Pence. Right. Any no host knows the first rule of hosting is don't get. Keep, than the keep, guests. keep your wits about you. <laughs> all right. In all honesty, I may have had a few cocktails before. Well, we you, had got some, you had to test it out. Well, here's the you thing. had the, the real one. I. <laughs> here's the truth. You. Here's the truth. Mm -hmm. I had a few. A few. Martinis. Okay. So not a couple, but a few. Leading up to the launch of okay. today's show. Sure. And so I'm enjoying perhaps my third martini. Okay. Well, that would be. Okay, that would be four so, if you had a few plus one. So we'll see how today goes. We'll see. This may be the recipe for success. Do you are you do you plan on refilling halfway through? I I'll have Probably. to I'll have to wait and see so, how it yeah, feels. I, I know how. Sometimes I uh, I get a I know I get an urge. I see yeah. a window of opportunity. And you take it, and I say I usually run the happy it. hit. <laughs> it's usually when I go. <laughs> Kids. Thank you so much for joining us. I think we got a hell of a show lined up for you. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Fridays are always fun. We're going to play the Garmy Game Show. Fantastic game show here on the Ralph Report where a lucky member of the Garmy could win some fantastic cash and prizes. Cash not included. Um, and I hope, uh, I wish you all the best of luck, whoever you may be yes. today. Good luck. It's also the Video Vault Day. We pick a couple movies out of the uh, secret Video Vault and give you choices about what you can check out this weekend. These are always films that we think are underappreciated or underviewed, and today is no different. Our uh, choice this weekend, our theme for the Video Vault, comes from a conversation I had on Twitter earlier this week where there was a Garmin member who reached out and said that... Um, if he had a movie theater, yeah. this is a double feature he would run. Okay. And one of those films was a film called Running Scared. Oh, great movie. Which is one of my favorite films of all time for a great many reasons, and I'll get into them later on in the video vault. But it just made me think, like, the buddy cop genre, of which Running Scared is one of those, is just has been with us for... 50 years now. I think Kurosawa started with Stray Dog, possibly. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's an, it's an old But the genre. Americanized the version. The Americanized version, yeah, of course. Probably. Yeah. It's about a, about a 50-year genre. Something I don't like that. think we've ever done it. So that's the theme this week is buddy cop movies. We'll take a look at those later on in today's show. Uh, all the usual stuff. we got uh, entertainment news, your phone calls, all that good stuff coming up. But before we get into any of it, on every Friday, we also like to treat it specially because it's not just... A hot fudge Friday. Right. It's also a Sergeant Joe Friday. 
Jack Webb. Jack Webb. The uh, creator, producer, director of Dragnet, the popular TV series for many, many years. He played Sergeant Joe Friday. So on every Friday, we like to impart a little bit of the wit and wisdom of that character. <laughs> this week's a little different, though. Oh, yeah? I always find it interesting, and it happens rarely on the show, but occasionally Sergeant Joe Friday will go deep undercover, uh-huh. where he has to shed his straight-laced cop persona and he's got to pretend to be I'm a master of disguise. Yes, he has to pretend to be some ne'er do well, just hanging out at wow. the bar, swilling booze, trying to pump some some perp for information. <laughs> and he never pulls it off. It just never, oh, really, just never really happens because hmm. he is the squarest man on the wow. planet. Today's Sergeant Joe Friday. We've got our man, Sergeant Joe Friday, bellied up to the bar. The bartender in question. Apparently, he's running some illegal gambling operation. Oh, that's no good. If you want to bet some ponies, Uh-oh. you talk to this guy, and he'll hook you up. So Friday goes undercover and starts pretending to be a regular Joe at the bar. <laughs> hey, I'm looking for some action. And shockingly, the bartender doesn't buy into it. What? I, I think you'll understand why when you hear this clip. LA's not the easiest place to start shaking hands quick. And this is nowhere city as far as I'm concerned. That's so? Yeah, they leave the sidewalks out all night here. They roll up the town. Where are you from? Right here, born and raised. Been the same since I can remember. Cops keep the lid nailed down, no action, no nothing. I haven't been here as long as Joe, but I gotta go along. L.A. stands for low on action. And she's single. Checks out at 2 a.m. Well, now, that's nice to know, but that's not what I had in mind. I'm talking about a little tax-free circus money. You gotta drive all the way down to Caliente or out to Santa Anita. Yeah? I like to have a little something going every day. Maybe nothing big, but a little daily recreation don't hurt anybody. You say you're a native here? That's right. Well, then you ought to know. Yeah. It's against the law. Boom. Can't believe the bartender didn't fall for it. He, he was, shut that down quick. He was so cool. This is Nowheresville, man. LA. Yeah, stands for... Low action. Low line action. Yeah. I need a little circus money. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Friday. <laughs> keep the sidewalk nailed down. Why don't you just leave it to the professionals, <laughs> you fucking square? <laughs> and that's today's <laughs> Sergeant Joe Friday. <laughs> they leave the sidewalks out, but they roll up the town. What does that mean? <laughs> mean anything no action it's nowheresville man <laughs> dear god speaking of crime fighters <sighs> today's the last day of our tribute to mcgruff the crime dog Aww. all week long we've been playing tracks from the album mcgruff the crime dog's album very imaginatively entitled uh yes. piece of music well, self-titled album he has been uh <laughs> <laughs> self-titled. that's true mccartney <laughs> did it several times um McGruff is teaching the kids, just don't do the drugs, basically. It's what it comes down to. He's laying down the facts. Stay away from the crack and the cocaine. What the drugs do to you. uh, The marijuana, the alcohol. banging your head against a wall. That's right. But why? He doesn't tell us why not do the drugs. don't need to know why. Just don't. Well, we now know why. Because of this track. Because if you're glad to be you, Eddie Pence, Uh, you should know this. I'm glad to be me. You straight edge guy. I love being me. You and McGruff have a lot in common. 
because you both are just glad to be you and you don't need any mind-altering substances. Here's my favorite track from the album, I'm Glad to Be Me. I like being me. Being me. And I know that you agree. Agree. It is so very true. True. You're the best at being you. Really you. Really you. Yeah. Yeah. I like every day. Every day. I can work and I can play. I play. Every day when it's done. Done. I look back on all the fun. Lots of fun. Yes, I'm glad I'm me. Yes, I'm glad I'm me. Because my life is really great. I'm gonna celebrate. Well, I'm glad I'm me. Yes, I'm glad I'm me. Because my life is really great. I'm gonna celebrate. Drugs are not for me. You know you've got a lot going for yourself now. I'm so glad I'm free. Everything's fine, everything's super duper. Drugs are not for me. You have to keep your body strong, your brain sharp. I'm so glad I'm free. Feeling good. Where'd the robot come from? I, it's a brand new character that got introduced <laughs> late in the series. Sparky the crime robot, I guess. That is... I feel like they wrote that the day they recorded it. I think they recorded it without writing it. I think he was just riffing, quite frankly. And they just like, just scream whatever he says at the end of every line. Let's just roll one. I got the sense, so... That album's available online wow, if you want to check it out. But that's the Eddie Pence mentality. That is. He uh, celebrates every day because he's just so glad I'm that glad he's I'm me. him. I'm yeah. glad I'm me and you're you. Before we jump into your phone calls, do we have time for a little uh, news that was sent to me by Gilbert Flores? Oh, and I thought this was a fascinating yeah. topic. G-Force for sure. And I wanted to run this past you to yeah. see perhaps this is the last acceptable bias. Perhaps this is the last thing you can shame a man for. Okay still in the 21st century. Okay. Do you ever pee sitting down? I, no, I never pee sitting down. Hmm. Do you? I, I pee sitting down on the reg. Really? Yeah. Especially in the morning. I never, I never, when pee I'm tired down. and groggy, I will just, just sit down and just I, put my head in my hands and, and just pee? look forward to what the day holds ahead of me. And I will just pee. I'll do hand on the wall and lean forward. Yeah, I do that too. And I'll but, pee. But on occasion, but I'm, I'm more than happy to sit down and just pee. I never pee sitting down. See, this is hardly the, ever. This is the last bastion of like machismo where people say, oh, I bet you pee sitting down. This is the last acceptable bias you can have against a man. And it's rarely talked about amongst even men in their own circles. I, I mean, I never even crosses my mind to sit down to pee. Well, I'm, glad, I'm happy to tell you okay. that there is a brand new survey out okay. of men around the world, oh. which shows us who's peeing the most sitting down. Okay. Yes. Uh, one in four men in the U.S. sit to pee down every or most of the time. 25% of us. Every? Either every or most of the time. I now, to, I'm in the I'm like the ten percent that do it occasionally. 
but there's yeah. 25% of the men in the United States of America who sit down to pee every time or most of the My time. My dad peed sitting down, but that was when he was older and just didn't want to stand anymore. I don't want to stand now, Eddie. And that's he'd leave the door point. open. That's how I knew. Oh, boy. Because that's my house oh, growing my up. <laughs> Maybe we should be happy you're as remarkably well-adjusted as you are. Again, I overshare on this show way too much. Um, and again, this happens to me mostly. Yeah, in the morning when you're in tired. In the morning. When you're tired. When I have to get up and I don't really feel like getting up. Right. Alarm goes off, turn it off, struggle to the bathroom, just plop back plop down, down again and just think about my life. You don't have morning wood? Um, Because you can't sit down and pee if you have morning wood. Sometimes, sometimes I don't. Uh, yeah. you know, I don't get, my, my sleep schedule is so awful. I think my body has sort of surrendered itself. Because, yeah, sometimes I'll have the morning wood and that's why I have to sort of lean over yeah. with a hand on the wall so I can pee straight. Fair enough. <laughs> um... No, I, uh, I, and if I've been, you know, if I've been drinking a lot. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Before bed. Sure. I might just relax, sit down. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Poor so one. this survey was taken from a company around the world, and it turns out the number one country, interestingly enough, the number one country where men sit down to pee, uh -huh. and this is 40% of men. 40%. In this country say they always sit down. 22% says most of the time they sit down. What country? Germany. Germany? Yes. Huh. And that's why they lost the war. Okay. No, actually, Germans <laughs> have a uh, derogatory turn, term, actually, for people who sit down when they pee. What? Like, they slam men who sit down But 40% of them do but it. But 40% of them do it. Isn't that odd? And some of them are lying to They're themselves. They're overcompensating. Yes. Yes. They're called uh, Stitzpinklers. 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 <laughs> yeah, you're all Stitzpinklers. Meet you sitting down with the pee-pee. But uh, Germany, number one. Hmm. Uh, U.S. comes about halfway down the list of 13 countries that were, were polled. Germany, as I mentioned, 40% of men in this uh, survey said every time. Every time. 22% most times, 15 sometimes, 8 rarely, and only 6% said they never. I never. I'm one of the 6%. I never said Well, you're not German. That's true. Sweden was next with 22% every time. Okay. Denmark, 19%. Okay. Canada, 16% of Canadian men say they pee huh. sitting down. Australia, 25%. Wow. Spain, 14. Italy, 13. France, 19. I assume the Australians have to sit down and pee because they're just so hammered all the time. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, U.S., only 10% of men said they pee sitting down every time. 13% said most times, uh, 23 sometimes, 17 rarely, and 6% never. I wonder if it's if you correlate it to age. If different no, I'm sorry, 31% said never. 31% never. 31%. I age, I think, has plays a factor in it. They say as you get older, if you have a uh, troubled uh, prostate. It takes longer to pee. You got to get it out. It's easier to pee by sitting down. And I'm it's guessing. also Less easier. Pressure. Yes. So, uh, and the, the country with the least number of men... Who pees sitting down? Yeah. The most macho country in the world, what? according to this survey? Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. yeah. I think they're just not admitting it because they have that machismo, machismo. thing going on. 6% uh, said they sit down every time. Yeah. 15 most times. 22 sometimes. 18 rarely. And then 36% said never, never. I would never sit down and pee. And your balls don't get in the way. Your big, giant... Voluminous balls. No, Don't no. Get in the ball when you sit down. Luckily, my giant dangly penis goes right past them and 
The water's cold sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Peeing underwater is difficult. Yeah. But I thought that was fascinating because that's really a thing that most men don't talk about. And if anything, it's sort of a slight against men. Someone says, oh, I bet you pee sitting down. It's like a slab at their masculinity or something. I never looked at it that way. I just know some, like, I I think older men do it and people who are tired do it. But, like, it's something I've never done. I'm old and tired. That's my excuse. I'm tired and middle-aged. Now, hold on a second. I don't think you can judge a man by whether he pees sitting down or not. I know a lot of men over my lifetime. A lot of guys out there in the wilderness. Mm. Men's men. Men's men. People are digging in mines and hunting all kinds of critters for uh-huh. a living. Men who made their living with their hands and with their hearts and their spirits. Uh. And I've known a man or two to sit down while he was paying, and I didn't judge him for it. And I don't like this whole conversation, quite frankly. <laughs> Just barged in on it. Well, it's because you dibble grabbers are out there. That one is masculine and the other one's not. How how do you how do you pee? Well, I'll I'll have to tell you, I do pee standing up. Okay. But I also poop standing up as well. Which which you find makes that me the most masculine of all of you. I think it makes you the dirtiest. Oh no, I'll stand straight up. It just makes it so much harder to do. No, it doesn't. I, I'll target shoot. <laughs> I'll set up. I don't know what that means. I'll set up some cans on a fence, and I'll stand with my back to the fence, and it's and I'll just fire away. What are you like eating? Torpedoes it shouldn't come, come out like that. Oh, it it should not fire like oh, that. Oh, it does. It's it. I've I've you flown have... around a room like jet propulsion. Maybe you should sit down. I don't. I don't sit for anyone because that's when the animals get you. When you sit down in the wilderness, that's when a bear surprises you. I didn't so know. I got to stay quick on my feet at all times. I didn't know you lost friends that way. I have lost friends and more importantly, lost enemies. Because they were sitting down and I was the one behind the outhouse. And that'll teach that gavel stuber ever to try so, that again. Yeah. So stop it with all this talk. A man can pee sitting down just like a man can poop standing up. I don't think so. But I yeah. agree with you, Eddie. You and I are on the same page We're not once again. Never on the same See page. See you after the show. No, you will not. That'll be fun. Will not. Poop standing I'm up. I'm glad he uh, he had something oh, to say about so it. So messy. I can't imagine how you do that. I you just you're just pancaking it at that point. I don't think that's a it's like thing. You're, it's like you're making pasta. <sighs> Let's turn our attention now to Garmy members near and far. We love it when the Garmy reaches out to us, especially when they do so with the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. All you got to do is dial up that number, one 833 And it's your turn. You get to leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind. Rest assured, feel free to believe. Mm. Get the front door out of here. Out of town. No, get the front door out of here. You said get the front door out of town. Really? That was the saying. Get the front door out of town. (laughs) It's not a good saying. Whatever you need to know, you will be heard. Because I listen to them all. Then I grab a handful and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's going to play your calls. See what's on your mind. Blip, 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 blip. 
while ago, we heard from Garmy member Zolt, and I remember mocking his name, sound, saying it sounded like a uh, like a mid-European economy car, like something that came out of uh, Rom Zolt. Romania or something. <laughs> and in retrospect, I feel bad about that because oh. he's had some hard times, oh, but no. he's back with us. Okay. Hey, Ralph, Eddie, Steve, Queen J, and all the rest. This is Zolt, your favorite uh, Eastern Bloc automotive company guy. Yes, I remember you. Deep cut. I uh, just wanted to call and let you guys know I just finished up cancer treatment. Ooh. I had neck cancer and battled it uh, over the last few months, and I just actually had my three-month scan and it came back all clear. So I want to thank you guys all for everything you guys do for entertaining me. I've spent a lot of times just in my treatment, listening to you guys in my dark times, you guys lifted me up. And I know you guys heard this a lot of times, but you got to hear it every time, you know, it happens because it does help. Positivity in dark times really does help. And for anybody else going through that, the Garmy is a great place to go to get support. And these guys have done a great job putting positivity out in the world. I just want to say thank you. Love you guys. I mean it. And bye. Thank you, Zolt. Glad and we're so happy you're, clear, you're, you're healthy and happy. And uh, we appreciate that. And your name is still fucking awesome. <laughs> the new midsize Zolt. The new Zolt. <laughs> For $12,000, you can own her. You can own a mid-sized car. It won't break your budget or the gas pump. The new Zolt. Telling you, Zolt, you should work look into that. Uh, we've been asking people to reach back into their youth and say, whatever happened to that product that used to be around yeah. all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Ralph, um, Eddie, Steve. You know, I'm glad you're feeling better. Anyway, um, I was thinking of Nuprin. Nuprin. Little. Yeah, different. Right. Uh, I think they still have it in Canada, but it used to be all over the, the uh, television uh, in the 80s and 90s. But anyway, have a good one. Bye. Nuprin was the pain reliever of the future. Yeah, I remember that. It was in the commercials were all black, on black and, white. and white, except for the yellow little yeah. tablet. They spoofed it Nuprin. in Wayne's World. That's right. Yeah. It was one of their product placements yeah. in, in Wayne's World. That sounds like a blast from the past, Eddie. Let's take a trip down memory lane. It's a blast from the past. Oh, it's a blast from the past. Ooh, ooh, yeah. He is feeling it now. He one. really is. That ooh, <laughs> yeah. He's just loving himself on that, that one. part. Someone called that intro a blast from your ass. And I <laughs> said, that's that's cruel. Anyway, here's the Newprint commercial we all knew and loved. I was in agony. I hurt all over. The doctor said there was no permanent damage. He gave me a different medicine. It's in these little yellow Newprint. Got rid of that pain. Know what else? It works great on my tough headaches. Newprint. It's not aspirin, not Tylenol. It's ibuprofen. Two Newprints stop my headaches better than extra strength Tylenol. And Newprint's gentler on my stomach than aspirin. Newprint. Little. Yellow. Different. Better. It even worked on my worst pain. Yeah, it did. Huh. Was that before Advil then, I guess? I guess so. Yeah. Then Advil guess they came beat him out or kicked Nuprin's ass. Huh. How about that? I don't even know if Nuprin's around anymore. And uh, here's the thing. Eddie and I don't always agree on stuff. No. 
And sometimes when we're at cross purposes, well, it gives people ideas. Hey, Ralph, Duke of Bourbon, Yoho Odikaha. This is Two Star Seth. Um, could we get an Eddie and Ralph's drunk thoughts <laughs> when you guys were talking about the lyrics, the man whose feet are too big for his bed? Mm. All right, that's my suggestion, LMB. Awful lyrics <laughs> to the song Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Just awful lyrics. <laughs> We uh, had a little mini argument about that. And if you slow it down, it sounds exactly like the kind of argument two drunks would have at a bar. I can't see that close up. Something a foot from your face. It's gross. Eddie's and Ralph's drunk thoughts. I'm fine. Yeah, my teeth are working. (laughs) And I always had a problem with the lyric, just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed. Have you ever known anyone whose feet are so big that he can't lay down in his bed? Well, he's probably trying to say the the legs are too long for the bed, right? That's not what he's saying at all. I know, but it probably lyrically wouldn't work. Well, then change your fucking lyrics. Too long. Then, then make something else up. Your job is to write lyrics. Sometimes Just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed. Who is that guy? What, his feet are so large that the the covers are just tented to the point where he can't get comfortable? He can't. He can't lay properly. He can't roll over. Hated that goddamn lyric. Nobody's feet are too big for a bed. I think he meant legs. Well, too long for the bed. Then write that if then that's what you mean. The song wouldn't be the same. Just like the guy whose legs are too long for his bed. Well, then you that need. fits right in okay. there. All right. Same. Same Z's. Fine. Point proven. Glad he's dead. He sucks. Glad he's dead. You should have killed him. (laughs) I should have killed him. I should have killed him. I should have killed him. (laughs) And lastly, we play upbeat music for each and every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We call those our happy hits. Hey, Ralph. It's Katie, four star from Pride LA. I was calling with a movie happy hit for Friday. It's a cover um, by Urge Overkill. It was in the movie Pulp Fiction, which is one of the best movies ever. Um, it's called Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. It was originally done by the, the uh, I have no good um, word for this. I'm going to have to call back, but it was Neil Diamond. <laughs> Maybe you can edit this so nope. that it sounds better. Nope. Um, Neil Diamond originally did Girl, You'll Be a yes, Woman. Yes, he did great song in the film Pulp Fiction. Yes. Talk to you later. Bye. Iconic, inimitable. I have no word for Genius, this. legendary. I have no word Neil Diamond. It's a great tune <laughs> and that's a great moment in the film. Here they are, Urge Overkill with their cover of Girl, you'll be a woman soon. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. 
Rim shot for oh, urge over it, kill. I got back to the softboard lane. He went, ah. That was a shorter clip than I anticipated. Ah, rim shot. <laughs> I think you should do that from now on. At the end of that. Instead the of doing end. applause, just do ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Just how really happy I get by the happy hits. Oh, dear Lord. For those for those who aren't four-star generals, they see me get up during the happy hit. Yeah. And usually I'll scamper off. Yeah, it's when you do your refill. And I'll refill yeah. my glass. Sure. But I was thinking, oh, I don't have time to shake myself a new martini. No, right. So I'm just going to put a little vodka on the rocks and then right, roll back go. into the studio yeah. here. And, and suddenly the song was over. Well, you danced for a minute, too. Don't, I did don't shake, just breeze I, over that. I did shake my ass. The, the kids expect it. At right. this point, the kids saying, love you, when I shake my ass. Had you not shooken your ass, you could have... Shooken? Shooken a new martini. Really? Shooken? It's like an oyster. Ah! You shook it. Everybody, thank you for calling in. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the line segment. <laughs> Just get through it. Just power through it, man. But in order for that to happen, you gotta call me. Call me! Shooken. My lord. If you don't end the show with an ah and a rim shot, then what are we doing? Then what happens? Then what are we doing? Then what are we doing? You're gonna go on strike? I might go on strike. You're gonna stay outside my house. I may put a sign together and pick it. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to the Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time, boys and girls, to play the only game show here on the Ralph Report where you can win some fantastic cash and prizes. It's the Garmy Game Show. It's time for America's fastest growing quiz sensation, the Garmy Game Show. With the host that loves you most, Ralph Garmin. And the contestant that can win you fast. 
fabulous prizes, Ralph Garmin. Thank you, John Cooperman. Welcome, everyone, to the Garmy Game Show, the only game show on the Ralph Report where you can win some fantastic cash and prizes, cash not included. If today's contestant, that means me, <laughs> can get five out of ten correct, yes, a mere 50%. That's it. Of the answer is correct, and sure. a lucky member of the Garmy chosen at random will win today's special prize. And not only that, if I get 10 out of 10, mm -hmm. don't count on that today. <laughs> I'm worried about this quiz. Oh, boy. Well, I think, I think, I think uh, oh, you with your full faculties, I think, would be okay. Okay, oh, But this one, it, this could be a little challenging for you. Eddie Pence will be the quiz master today. I will be answering them, and uh, if he's worried... Well, I'm just, I think usually he thinks his quizzes are super easy and he can't understand how I don't get them all. So if he's I think, concerned, this doesn't bode well I think for anyone. Wednesday, Ralph would get this. I how don't, I don't know about Friday livestream, Ralph. Let's, let's move forward, shall we? Right. Garmy member, if I get 10 out of 10, you win today's prizes plus the grand prize of the Eddie Pence comedy on special on mm. DVD. Hunt up one of those. How about that? And watch that. If I get zero right, and that's, that's never going to happen. But if it does, you get the uh, boot. Uh, no, no, we the changed it. Version. If it's under, if it's under five, if I get less, if I lose at all, yeah, nothing. You win the uh, the consolation prize, which is the Eddie Pence comedy on special on CD. Right. All right. Let's find out what you could win today if I'm able to rise to the occasion. Tell him, Ralph Garman. Why? Thank you, Ralph. Today's prize is the Ralph Report Coffee Mug. That's right. You can join the coffee club. You can drink coffee out of a coffee mug. Well, not just any coffee mug, no. It's a two-tone coffee mug. It's orange on the inside, it's white on the outside, except where the Ralph Report logo lay. <laughs> and if you like drinking, and who doesn't? You can have the Ralph Report shot glass as well. It's small, it's transparent, except for where the Ralph Report logo lay. That might do. That's a true thing. It's a good thing. Glad you're doing it. <laughs> it's my new catchphrase. What do you think? <laughs> but wait, there's more. Huh? You can also get the podcasting for Ralph Report poster. That's right. Previously only available at the last Ralph Report live show. Now can hang in your home images of all four of the Ralph Report podcasting for Eddie Pence, Steve Ashton, Queen J, well, who remembers you? Ralph Garvin. That's right. And it's autographed by all four of them. Suitable for framing, especially where the logo lays. <laughs> it can't be a catchphrase if you can't use it all the time. It doesn't work. That's yeah. what's up for grabs today. Back to you, Ralph. Why'd he turn into radio guy at the end? <laughs> Thank you so much, Ralph Garman. <laughs> all right. Um, let's find out who I'm playing <sighs> for today. Yes, let's do that. All right. Uh, today I'm playing for Jason Stackhouse. Stackhouse. Because he's a stack. Mm, house. Mm, mm, mm. He's mighty, mighty, just letting it all hang out. Uh, he's from Batavia, Ohio. Batavia? Batavia. I didn't know there was a Batavia. That's where Dr. Doom lives. That's right. If I'm not mistaken. Batavia, Ohio, Jason Stackhouse. Sadly, you are today's <laughs> contestant. I feel bad for Good you. Good luck. I feel bad for you, Jason. But you know what? I know a guy. If things go south, I could probably pull some strings and send you something. You anyway. can probably figure it out. Yeah. Uh, what's the theme for today's oh. uh, 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 quiz? Uh, since we're doing Video Vault on Buddy Cop Films. I love Buddy Cop Films. I thought I would give you a little quiz on Buddy Cop Film log lines. Yes! 
I'm going to crush this. I will give you the log line for a buddy cop film. Your fear was unfounded. You tell me what buddy cop. Now, I did I'm do. I'm going to wreck you. You're not going to wreck I'm me. I'm going to destroy no, you. Don't, just, don't talk to me I'm in those terms. Pulverize your pelvis. Stop it. With my knowledge. Ew. Uh, none of the answers are sequels. So you're not getting like a Lethal Weapon 4 or Rush Hour 2. Love that okay. rule. That's so my favorite no, rule. There's no sequels. Good. All fresh meat. Yes. I'll give you an example so you understand what no, the log line is. Sake. You're going to tease people That's off. fine. I like doing that. All right. Here's your sample. Bring it. A skilled London police officer, uh. after irritating superiors <gasps> with his embarrassing effectiveness, uh. is transferred to a village where the easygoing officers object to his fervor for regulations as a string of grisly murders strikes the town. Whoa, that's hot fuzz. There you go. Oh, I hope that would, I hope that would have been better one of the real answers. No, it's not. We got good ones. We got right. good ones. Don't worry. Here we go. Number one. All right. After being mistaken for an actor, a New York thief is sent to Hollywood to train under a private eye for a potential movie role, but the duo are thrown together with a struggling actress actress into a murder mystery. Holy jizz buckets. <laughs> that was a lot of words it's a lot and of things words. mushed together. I can read it again. No, I think I got it. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, that's a little film I like to call Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. There you go. Boom. Look at you, out of the gate. Oh, man. Booze, booze makes me sharper. <laughs> I keep trying to tell everyone that nobody believes me. You stay drunk all the time, then. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> Number two. All right. A freewheeling Detroit cop pursuing a murder investigation finds himself dealing with the very different culture of Beverly Hills. Uh, 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 uh. Beverly Hills cop? Beverly Hills seal. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> Taking that as a win. All right. Number three. All right. A loyal and dedicated Hong Kong inspector teams oh. up with a reckless and loudmouthed LAPD detective to oh. rescue the Chinese consul's kidnapped daughter while trying to arrest a dangerous crime lord along the way. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That'd be rush hour. You are sharper drunk. I told this you. Is weird. No this one is believes very, me. Very weird. No one believes me. Number five, four. Number four. <laughs> Number four. Here we go. Who's drinking? And you. Jimmy's rare baseball card is robbed. Since it's his only hope to pay for his daughter's upcoming wedding, he recruits his cop partner, Paul, to track down the robber, a memorabilia-obsessed gangster. The Last Boy Scout. That's Cop Out. Oh, that's Cop that's Out. That's your buddy's film. I forgot. That's your buddy's that is film. The, the plot to Cop Out. Cop Out. In all fairness, I've only seen Cop Out once. Me too. Yeah. It's not an easy watch. All right, number five. All right. Here we go, number five. A pair of underachieving cops are sent back to a local high school to blend in and bring down a synthetic drug ring. That's 21 Jump Street. There you go. All right, all right, all right. Boy, when Kevin Smith hears the only I, one I missed so far is his I film. Know, that might be the only one you missed. He's fucking time. furious. <laughs> oh, man. Number six. A detective must adopt a rambunctious dog in order to help find help him find a killer. A rambunctious dog? A rambunctious dog. A detective must adopt a rambunctious dog in order to help him find a killer. That can only be Turner and Hooch. Or K-9. Oh, I suppose it could, could be K-9. Yeah, it could have been K-9. Almost threw yeah. K-9 in there just oh, to throw you a little fuck. bit. Jim Belushi blows. So glad he got into the weed business and out of the acting it's business. Out of comedy. Number seven. A down-and-out cynical detective teams up with a down-and-out ex-quarterback to try and solve a murder case involving a pro football team and a politician. Oh, I know this. What's the name of it? Mm. Uh, uh, mm. 
Oh, wow. Down and out cynical detective. Right. Teams up with a down and out ex-quarterback. Yeah. That's uh, Last Boy Scout. There yeah, you yeah, go. That's the one. There yeah. you go. That's I the knew ticket. I knew it. That's the ticket. Yeah. Number eight. Ah. Number eight. An ah. FBI agent goes undercover to catch a gang of surfers who may be bank oh, robbers. Oh, for fuck's sake. I am an FBI agent. Point break. Two newly paired cops who are complete opposites. Oh, sure they are. Must put aside their differences mm -hmm. in order to catch a gang of drug smugglers. I'm too old for this shit. That's Lethal Weapon. Wow. You're killing it. Yeah, I am. Number 10, I final only one. one so You've only missed one. And it's Don't anyone tell him. <laughs> Number 10. All right. All right, a hard-nosed cop. Oh, he's hard-nosed. Reluctantly teams up with a wise-cracking criminal, temporarily paroled. Temporarily pro Wait, let me start this. All right, start again. Sorry. Get oh, fresh. Sorry. Be fresh. A hard-nosed cop reluctantly <clears throat> teams up with a wise-cracking criminal, temporarily paroled to him in order to track down a killer. We're not friends and we're not partners, Reggie. <laughs> That's 48 hours. I gave myself the bell before I answered. <laughs> Because I rocked it. So you only got one wrong. Yeah, let's do me a little quick math here. Let me, let me, let me, and which one was a, that you got wrong? I got nine right. Yeah, I got that. The only one you get wrong. I got one wrong. Was Kevin Smith. I, it's not important who directed it. <laughs> I don't know why I confused the one with the other. I got I to gotta cross. My wires were crossed. Something got crossed. Uh, anyway, the most important part of this is not what I got right, right. and what I got wrong. Right. It's the fact that Jason Stackhouse, he's a stack house. He is the winner today. Jason, keep your eyes peeled on your mailbox. You'll be getting a coffee mug and a, and a <laughs> shot glass and a poster. Where the logo lay. Where the logo lay. And that's it for today's Rappaport Logo. No, no. <laughs> Garmy Game Show. There you that's go. That's it. See you next time on The Garmy Game Show. The Garmy Game Show is a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production. So close for 10 for 10. I know, and it's just hilarious, the one that did not give you if 10 I'd for 10. If I had done 10 for 10 with a snootful, people would be demanding I booze up every Friday so they might also win the ultra super grand prize. Uh, are you the saying, Eddie Pence are you, comedy on special on DVD. Are you saying you threw it on purpose? No, I'm not. <laughs> I legitimately had my wires crossed. That's hilarious. Tragic. Now let's take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. I hate this. What? I mean, it's good, but it's bad. What? I always hate the post-death bump that recording artists oh, get. Yeah. But now, Tina Turner, now that she's gone, her music is getting a massive boost across all streaming platforms in the hours after her death. Uh, What's Love Got to Do With It? Her most successful song has uh, seen an uptick in, well, here's a percentage for you. 230,000% in sales crap. on Amazon. Wow. Private Dancers up almost 300,000%. We Don't Need Another Hero, another 210%. And The Best is up 62,000%. Uh, 62, but uh, 
yeah, across all streaming services, all of her music is just through the roof. Well, she was and so popular. I just think people stopped, didn't think to listen to her because. And that's the sad part. That's for the me. sad part. She and then, was like, just as good alive as she was then. Know, but it makes you remember her. You go, oh. They need, they need a jarring of yeah. uh, to Which remember is, how, what, what a quality performance Which she sucks, was. But it's, you know, it anyway. happens. Ted Lasso coming up the end of its third season, I believe, oh. next week on the 31st. Yeah. Did you see the, list of the past one? So good. My God. And by the way, I've seen grumblings on the internet of people complaining about the third season. Why? So please let me invite you to fuck all the way off. I hate this inevitable backlash. When anyone does good work, someone eventually will pick up the torch of, well, it's just not as good as it was. Because well, it gets them steam on whatever social media platform I they're posting it on. I thought this season was the culmination of all of the the legwork and, and the groundwork that has been laid before us for the first two seasons. Yeah. This is the culmination of people buying into Ted Lasso, being affected by Ted Lasso. He has changed people's lives for the better. He's changed that whole culture of people that have interacted with him yes. over the past two and a half seasons. And it's it's seasons. wonderful and magical and uplifting, and I'm just enjoying the hell it's out of it. It's always going to be haters, man. Anyway, uh, May 31st, I believe, is the last episode uh, for the third season. Whether it's the last episode ever remains to be seen. It's going to wrap up perfectly, and I think they probably should just walk away. I think so, but I don't want to piss anybody off. Anyway, they were supposed to do a special event here in Los Angeles. Oh, really? A, uh, a finale screening and Q&A with the casting creators of Ted Lasso at the Paley Center. Oh. Familiar with the Paley Center? I am, yes. If you live in Southern California, the Paley Center for Media, formerly known as the Museum of Television and Radio, it's in Beverly Hills. Yeah. It's a beautiful complex, and they've got the most extensive library of uh, radio, film, and television uh, clips. I've been there stuff. in a while. You can just go into a monitor and type yeah. in whatever you want to see. It's like a library. Right you up. can go in and sit there with headphones on and watch almost anything yeah. in the history of television. Tonight Show from June 15th, 1972. It's remarkable. It up. And regularly they do these events where they'll have an evening. They usually do the, the Paley Fest, they call it, where they do an entire series of evenings yeah. with television shows, both past and present. They talk to the creators and stars. It's a great thing. And they were sp planning on doing a Ted Lasso Season 3 event. And now, mysteriously, they sent out emails to everyone involved who bought tickets and said, you're getting a full refund. It's oh, been no. canceled. They're not saying why, but we know why. Why? Because everyone connected with that show is a hardcore supporter of the WGA oh, strike. Okay. And they feel uncomfortable going out and doing a show busy kind of thing while people are still on the uh, picket sense. lines. I guess I can so, see the point. Good for them. Sad for the people who missed out on the opportunity. Yeah, I see what they're doing. But that's, that's who those folks are. I'm going to have to eat my words. Why? When they first announced the Barbie movie, yeah. I said, well, that's fucking stupid. We said that about the Lego movie, too, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's true, I did. <laughs> I'm usually right, though. But in this particular case, with Lego, certainly I was wrong. But it, with this Barbie movie, the more I see, the more I'm like, okay, now I you get You see what it. they're doing? Yes, they're using it as sort of like a satire to all of of popular culture yeah. and merchandising and uh, American consumerism in general. They just released the first full trailer for Barbie, and it looks really entertaining. Hmm. you got Margot Robbie as Barbie. You've got Ken as Malibu Ken. And they live in the perfect Barbie world where nothing ever goes wrong, this plastic world. And it all starts to fall apart when Barbie has one moment of clarity where she starts to consider what happens when you die. <laughs> 
And that's when <laughs> the entire world starts to fall apart and she has to go to the real world to try to find out an answer Whoa. to that question. Pretty clever. That is. Here's a bit of the trailer that just dropped yesterday, the first full trailer for the movie coming out this summer, Barbie. Hey, Barbie. Can I come to your house tonight? Sure. I don't have anything big planned, just a giant blowout party with all the Barbies and planned choreography and a bespoke song. You should stop by. So cool. You can find me under the lights, diamonds under my eyes. This is the best day ever. It is the best day ever. So is yesterday, and so is tomorrow, and every day from now until forever. Yeah. You guys ever think about dying? <laughs> when my heart breaks. Some things have been happening that might be related. When my world shakes. Cold shower Ooh. falling off my roof. Ah! And my heels are on the ground. <gasps> you know how Barbie's feet always yeah. point down, even heels. when they're not in high heels? <laughs> yeah, her feet actually, her heels touch the ground in this movie. That's funny. It's kind of clever stuff. I'm going to check it out. Hopefully now. it carries through and it gets its point across and it is entertaining. Will Farrell plays one of the Mattel executives yeah. who, when she comes to the real world, is obligated to getting her back into right. the box. And I just that think with that combination it. of things, yeah. I'm all in. Here's maybe my favorite story of the week, and I just couldn't wait till the weekend, no pun intended, to express my fury. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I've had a few cocktails. Because it'll loosen me up. Okay, good. Because usually I'm kind of reserved You're when You're very restrained stuff. about stuff like this, yeah. You're familiar with The Weeknd, right? I know The Weeknd. The Weeknd. I know The Weeknd. He's a very popular um, musical artist, and now that has transformed him also into a uh, television producer and star with a new show called The Idol on HBO. Okay. Which is beginning a lot of attention for a lot of reasons, not all of them good. Uh, it stars uh, Johnny Depp's daughter as a Britney Spears type idol who gets involved in a world of sex and drugs. And it's apparently very graphic and grim at some points. And he's the producer and star of this as well. Mm-hmm. The reason I bring it up is because he said in a recent interview with W Magazine that he lost his voice at a concert because he was so into the other role as an actor that he couldn't cross over from one to the other, Eddie. It was tough to go from one head head to another. After the, after the concert, I lost my voice. No voice came out at all. It's never happened before. Uh-huh. My theory is that I forgot how to sing because I was playing Tedros, a character who doesn't know how to sing. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and so because he was playing a character who doesn't sing, Eddie, he doesn't he's such a good actor he became that, that he lost the ability to sing because of his wow. deep, deep subjugation into that role. He wow. just gave it everything. Also about acting, he said, I found it difficult to take off the weekend outfit, then put on the Tedros wig, and then to shoot with Jocelyn, played by Depp, and then going back to the weekend. It was so hard to go back and forth. Who is he? Can you imagine, Eddie, an actor who has to put on a costume and makeup and then pretend to be someone else? And act? And then when that's over, they have to take off that makeup and then go be themselves again someplace else? But is he even The weekend, yeah. Or is that someone else he plays? Who knows? Maybe don't even know who he's he is. playing another role of an, a guy who can sing, and that's how he gets his voice back. He doesn't even know. Poor guy. Fuck. <laughs> it's the end times. 
that these fucking people think they're inventing performing. They're, yeah. Acting, singing, dancing, what have it's you. It's been around for thousands of years. People Since the acting. beginning of time. Yes. Since the cavemen gathered around a fire and told each other stories about and how. And acted them out. Right. It's fucking acting. And you know what? Norg never said, oh, me no can hunt saber-toothed tiger no more because I was blog no, no, in no, front no, of no, fire no. last night. Too confused, can't get right head. Fuck these people. <sighs> it's just because that fucking makes an article for someone to write and their PR person think, puts it I out. I think they believe it. Oh, I they really believe it, they but believe the, the PR person goes, oh, this is good, let's put this out there and make people think you're an artist. I lost my voice because I played a guy who couldn't sing, but I can sing, but I was so good. I forgot I, how. Now, now I don't know how to sing because I was so good at being the guy who can't sing. I got to audition to be The weekend again. Fuck me. Yeah, it's fucking awful. I need a vacation. <laughs> Take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on May 26. Lauren Hill, a very lovely and talented singer, and by the way, actress who, had, the best of my knowledge, has never lost the ability to sing. She's 48 <laughs> years old today. Of singers, I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, nothing but love for you, Eddie Pence, from yesterday's show. <laughs> you knocking Busta Move just out of the park. My pod redemption. So many people were so very impressed, <laughs> and rightly so, in my opinion. Yeah, sure. It was a, quite a performance. Sportscaster Brent Musburger is 84 years old today. Drummer Gary Peterson of the Guess Who, a goddamn Canadian national treasure. 78 today. No sugar tonight in my coffee. No sugar tonight in my Helena Bonham Carter's 57, Stevie Nicks turns 75. Greer is 74. What a legend she wow. is. Bobcat Goldthwaite is 61. Yeah, <laughs> He transitioned, though, into like a, quite a simple he's director. He's a regular guy who's directing yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Now. And he's a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a good friend, and he's hired me a bunch of times, and uh, but I always like to mock him and go, <laughs> Yeah, it is amazing he got famous doing that. It sure is. Uh, Philip Michael Thomas, remember him from Miami Vice? Oh, sure. He's 74. I have to think my most embarrassing showbiz memory ever is, not for me personally, I've got plenty of those, but I was watching Miami Vice, biggest show on television at the time. Don Johnson, Philip Michael Thomas. Um, shortly after that series got canceled, 
I saw a commercial on television for the Philip Michael Thomas Psychic Network. Do you remember this? I do remember that. I was never sadder for anyone in my life than I was for Philip Michael Thomas when I saw that commercial. It's like, dude, you were just on the biggest show on television. From Miami Vice to World Advice. Hi, I'm Philip Michael Thomas. Together with the world's most powerful and influential psychics, We've created the Philip Michael Thomas International Psychic Network. We called your new line, Philip. It really is great. Oh, your psychics are definitely the best. By the way, thanks for the free psychic reading. My psychic guided me into a job involving children. It was a dream come true. The response to the network has been incredible. It's exactly as you predicted. This is just the beginning. I see you helping more and more people every day. Call my network today. Ask about love, money, your destiny. Get a free reading, free horoscopes every day. And remember, this is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Wow. If he really knew psychics, wouldn't someone have told him, save your money? Don't do this. Because... After Miami Vice, you're going to be fucking broke and you're going to do embarrassing commercials on late what night if, like, television. It was just like a really great elevator pitch someone gave him or like his business oh. manager went rogue and signed something. No, he, he needed that cash. Oh. So sad. Jeannie Francis from General Hospital. Laura to Luke. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, 61 years old today. Singer Lenny Kravitz is 59. But what I really want to know is say he's 59? Lenny Kravitz is 59 That's years old. That's not true. It's absolutely That's true. true. He's, he hasn't like he's 35. Aged, he has not aged one iota. That's insane. In the past 25 years. That's he refuses to age. Crazy. He's balking at aging. 59? Yeah. He's older than I am. That's insane. Right. Although we have, we're equally yeah. well-preserved. Sure. He's just a little, he's just a hair You're older. more pickled than him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say pickled. I'd say preserved. Okay, sure, definitely sure. South Park co-creator Matt Stone is 52, and drummer Philip Rhodes of the Gin Blossoms turns 55. Anywhere you go, I'll follow you down. Any place but those I know by heart. Anywhere you go, I'll follow you down. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, once again, it's time for us to pick a couple films. Did that come out? A couple films. Try that again. Once upon a time. No, that's not how it goes. You're telling a story. Once again, it's time for us to pick a couple films out of the old video vault. The subterranean titanium vault that lies here beneath the Batcave. It contains every movie ever made in the history of cinema. Sure does. What we like to do is open that vault from time to time and pick out a couple flicks that we think are woefully underappreciated or perhaps underseen by the public at general. So it's time to open up the video vault.
heavy. Oh. That door is so heavy. You're gonna get hemorrhoids. Oh my god. Ow. <laughs> I told Something's you. poking out. That's... Can you push it back in? No, I cannot. You have to sit here until the show's over and then you fix it yourself. All right. Uh, as I mentioned, the theme for this week's video vault came from a conversation I was having on Twitter. Uh, for those of you who follow me at Ralph Garman on Twitter, you may have seen this. Someone mentioned if they had a movie theater today, this is the double feature they would run. And one of those films was Running Scared. And I had such a visceral ex uh, re reaction to seeing that film uh, promoted again that I said, I would love to talk about this movie. How can I do that? And then I said, wait a minute, I've got a show. <laughs> I can make that happen. So that's why this week's theme is buddy cop films. Running Scared from 1986 is a, a movie that looms large in my life for a great number of reasons. 86 was the year I came to Los Angeles. I moved out from Philadelphia. Okay. I didn't have any friends at the uh, for the best part of that year. I, yeah. I arrived in February, and I didn't have... It was a lonely town when you first moved here. Didn't have any yeah. real friends almost till the end of the year. Um, but I did, as I moved, I moved to Glendale, California. It was the first place I lived in Southern California. And I had, I was walking distance to a theater, a movie theater. Mm -hmm. And I used to watch a ton of films, especially in the afternoon, because I was working uh, waiting tables and bartending jobs. So sure. I had my afternoons free when I wasn't doing acting classes and stuff like that. And they were really reasonable, like two, two, two yeah. fifty or matinee something. Was so, for a cheap matinee. Back then, yeah. so I'd go see a ton of films. And this film landed in that theater. I remember going to see it without really knowing much about it. And I was like, oh, my God, this film is a goddamn treasure. And I still feel that way today. Running Scared, awful title, great movie. I kept thinking, even at the time, Running Scared sounded like a, like a B-grade horror movie or yeah. something. It doesn't really tell the tale of really this film at all. With that movie. Billy Crystal and uh, Gregory Hines play two Chicago cops. And again, this is goes back to that buddy comp thing that we talked about. And I know it's been seen a hundred million times in the movie genre, but in the eighties, it was sort of the creation of that genre. We hadn't seen a ton of it then, but these two actors, the chemistry that they share on screen is remarkable. Billy Crystal famously contributed a lot of improvisation to this film and it shows he's, he's just charming as hell. They're both great. Great supporting cast as well. You got Dan Hedaya, who I always loved. You remember, remember him as Carla's husband on Cheers. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Smith, the young Jimmy Smith is the bad guy in this. Stephen Bauer. It's a wildly entertaining film. It's not reinventing the wheel. It's a pretty basic buddy cop movie. But the chemistry between these two and Chicago being shown in a beautiful light. That's where they filmed the, uh, the film. They play Chicago Cops. It's just enormously entertaining, and I've seen it multiple times since. The first when I when it first came out that week, I went back three times oh my that God, week. Really, I saw it three times in a week in the matinees <laughs> because I just couldn't get enough of it. It is Billy Crystal at one of his best performances, in my opinion. Yeah, wildly entertaining, running scared again. An awful, awful title, but a great film. Here's a little bit from that film in the very beginning of the film. They arrest a uh, young Joey Pants. Joey Pantoliano oh, yeah. is also in this film. They're arresting him, and while they're arresting him, two guys, they're undercover cops, so a couple guys run up with them and decide to mug them, and it's a bad idea to do. Give me your money. What? You heard me. Give me your fucking money. Hey, man, don't shoot. You're mugging us? I don't believe this. You better believe it or you're dead. Give us your money. Oh, no. 
All right, here, take this. It's full of money. No, no, no. That's mine. Don't fuck with me, man. We want your cash, not your luggage. All right, you can take the cash, but we need the wallets. We want it all. Hurry. Oh, come on. Let us keep the driver's licenses and the snapshots. And our badges. Right, what do you think? We all wear uniforms, we all drive around in cars that say police on them. Excuse me, look, see, I'm, I'm with you. You're under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you do or say will be used against you. You have the right to an attorney. Can, can you give me your guns, one, man? No, no, you can have the cash, but uh, we got to keep the guns. Shit! No, I don't want to be you responsible right to for kind of guns falling breakfast. into the hands of roof You have the right to the yourself. beverage of your choice in the gone. precinct coffee shop. Now, fellas, this is just me talking, but I would rather get shot with one of those piss and 22s and with my 38. Now, you're already under arrest. Don't make it any worse for yourself. Yeah, I'm going to shoot your ass. Pointing a gun at a police officer? Can we waste them for that? I think so. Yeah. You know, this kind of thing starts in a home. It's the educational system. No, the new math drives them nuts. Right to the streets. You ready? Yeah. Come on. It's a very 80s film. Yeah. But it's also very entertaining. <laughs> Those two cops decide to retire later on. They go down to Key West. There's a whole big story. But it's basically about the relationship between Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines, which is Gregory Hines should have acted from. more. I agree. He was wonderful. History of the World Part One. This movie. Uh, White Knights. The White thing Knights. he did with uh, Brishnikov. He should have acted more. Man. I agree. All right, your turn. Uh, Give me your cop, your cop buddy, buddy movie. This one uh, holds a special place in my heart as well because this was the first film where... Uh, my buddies and I, we just gotten our driver's license. Ah. And this was like the first like Friday night we all got together and went out, hey, we're, let's go to the movies. We're, we're adults now. We can go and do things on our own without our parents dropping us off. Gotcha. And so this was the first movie we went to. As then a group, the circle jerk after as a the big, movie. Yeah, big yeah, circle right, jerk. Sure. We all, just because you had to come after right. a movie. You exactly. Can't, you can't not come. You got, you got to be do something to those cars. There's no <laughs> girls around. But this is the first like we like first night out. We're like, oh, we're 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 on our own. We're independent. Love that. So uh, we we went and saw uh, the 1991 film, The Hard Way. Yeah, it was The Hard Way. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Come. Yeah, it was. There's so much. Um, starring Michael J. Fox and uh, the late great James Woods. I uh, I think James Woods is still is with us. I, I don't think he is. this James Woods is still. With no, us. it's a, it's kind of sad that James Woods used to be a guy you would look forward to seeing. In I films. used to. Love watching him in movies. He was a very entertaining performer before he lost his mind. Yes. Well, anyway, this is a film. It's sort of based in that. It's the buddy cop thing where they started doing this a lot where it was an actor trying to play a, the part of a cop. So he would he would follow a cop around to learn how to play the role of a cop. Right. So Michael J. Fox is this famous action star who's trying to get this part in this crime drama. And he sees James Wood's character on TV during a police bus. And he's like, that's the cop I want to be like in this film. So he... He, the James Woods' uh, uh, chief, is a big fan of Michael J. Fox's movie character actor guy. Right. And so he allows Michael J. Fox's character, uh, what is his name, Nick Lang, to tail around uh, Lieutenant John Moss, who is James Woods, while uh, James Woods is secretly going behind his chief's back to track down the serial killer. The Party Crasher. The Party Crasher. I remember this film. And uh, this is the first uh, acting debut by LL Cool J, by oh. the way. Well, let's also, not hold that against it. It's also how we got uh, Mama Said Knock You Out. That's right. That's what appears on the soundtrack. The Hard Way, as Eddie mentioned, this is uh, not an unusual uh, concept for a film. We've no. seen this before, but I don't remember seeing uh, seeing the before this film. I think this is the one that, to me, it's the one that started. I saw it a few times afterwards. But I this agree. Seemed to be John Badham, I believe, directed yeah. this, right? Here it is. Here's the trailer for The Hard Way. 
Movie star Nick Lang is looking for a part that could change his image. You don't want me to grow up. The studio doesn't want me to grow up. I'm the only one who wants me to grow up. So to play a real cop, Freeze. he's going to study with the best. If I can walk his beat, if I can get under his skin, I will nail this party. Detective John Marks is on the trail of a killer. This party crasher has whacked out seven people. He's going to do it again soon, today maybe. And what if this cop doesn't want you tagging after him? Two pros exchanging ideas. Why wouldn't he want to do it? Not if you tied my tongue to your tailpipe and drove me 80 miles an hour naked across a field of broken glass. And evidently, the guy just wants to blend in so nobody knows he's Nick Lang, okay? Yeah. Ah! My trainer's got me a Nautilus and the Stairmaster, so you don't have to worry about Nick Lang. He doesn't belong here. He belongs in Never Neverland. And you're never gonna believe where I am. I'm in a ghetto. He's told me face to face that he wants to be me. It's my life. It's my life. Hollywood Homicide, someone just mentioned on the uh, oh, chat yeah. room from the yeah, Four yeah. Stars. That was another example of yeah. this kind of film. Yeah, yeah. But I think you're right. This may have this been might the been first. There's a funny scene at the end when they finally show the film that Michael J. Fox was studying. He's in and he's doing all of James Woods' lines that James Woods did throughout the movie. Right. And, it went, and he doesn't credit James Woods' character for it. It's, yes. it, it's a funny movie. It's a fun film, yeah. as is uh, Running Scared. So either one of these, if you're looking for some popcorn movie entertainment this weekend, popcorn. these are two good choices. Time to close up the old video vault. That's it for today's show, kids. Hell, that's it for the whole week. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget, if you are a three- or four-star general, we are doing a virtual cocktail party this Sunday at noon Pacific Daylight Savings Computer Time. Computer willing. Computer willing, yeah. I got to figure this shit out before <laughs> that rolls around. Well, I got a couple days to sweat it out. Uh, three- and four-star generals, come on out to the, four, to the, um, the, the cocktail party. We're going to be hanging out, just shooting the shit. It's not a, 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 you know, a regular show show. It's just us asking questions of you and you asking questions of us and all of us hanging out. Hopefully, fingers crossed, Steve Ashton will be on hand. We'd love to have Steve check in with us. Um, with that in mind, speaking of the weekend, it is Memorial Day weekend here in the United States. So we're taking Monday off. So a not a new show on Monday. We'll be doing a flashback episode and then Tuesday a brand new show, so we'll see you then. In order for all of that good stuff to happen, however, you got to take care of you. Stay good in the hood. Because life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. We'll talk to you on Tuesday, unless you're a three- or four-star general, then we'll talk to you on Sunday. But whenever we talk to you, remember that we love you. We mean it. Bye. Ha ha, so ha, ha, I got it, ha ha, bye bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, men. Drugs are not for me. Ah!